Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm glad you're here because today is part two of an interview that I'm doing with my friend Erin Chase. She's the founder of $5DollarDinners.com. And today we're going to tackle the topic of freezer meals. This is going to be great. If you're a busy mom, you're going to love it. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, I'm going to jump right into this. Aaron Chase is here. I don't often get to have her on my show. Sometimes we run into each other out on the speaker circuit, but I love what she's doing, especially right now, because as we talked about yesterday, inflation is through the roof right now. A lot of you guys are feeling it. First, we felt it at the pump. That always translates. So these carriers that are bringing your food to you, you guys knew that eventually this is going to happen. They're going to pass the prices on that they are paying to have this food delivered on to the consumer. And this is really what we're feeling right now. Uh, lots of, I mean, I could talk about inflation for the next 60 days, but we won't do that. I'm not going to make anybody cry today. Instead, I'm going to make you guys happy because Erin is on here and she's going to talk about how you can save money and why this is so good for your families. Erin Chase, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, thanks, Heidi. Excited to chat more about this. I'm glad that you're here. Let's jump right into it. You started making freezer meals a long time ago. Tell us how you got into, uh, how you got into it. I actually started because I was ordering or buying, you know, bulk ingredients from the warehouse store. I think when Ryan was six or seven, we kind of went from, oh, we need more things. We got to transition a a little bit away. We still go to the grocery store, but kind of a balance of warehouse store, grocery store. And so I'm buying eight cans of black beans, eight cans of tomato sauce, you know, a huge giant pack of ground beef. What am I going to do with all of this? And so in 2013, I shared a kind of a make ahead how I did. These 20 meals at the time, it was $150. I actually priced it all out. It's about $170, the same exact set of ingredients. So it's not awful as as percentage increase of everything else. So right. all that to say the warehouse stores prices are up, but they're not quite up as high as other grocery stores. I think because they have a little bit more um, bargaining power with the wholesale and bulk ingredient yeah, level, they're, but because they're buying in bulk too. So right. yeah, it makes and sense. And they have a little bit more say in, you know, how much they're willing to whatever, all those contracts that happen behind the scenes that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I was doing this 20 meals for $150, let's say 170 or 180 now, which is still a really great bargain uh, for a meal for four people. And they just went bananas viral. I had already been doing freezer cooking. And so I just kind of repackaged all of that. And we built web apps, mobile apps, an entire program around the concept of either going to the warehouse store and getting all of these bulk ingredients and mixing and matching them so that you're not eating the same meal over and over. You're going to eat similar-ish meals, but it's not the same exact meal because you're going to mix and match. You don't feel like you're eating that, you know, taco soup 16 times. Right, right. So we love taco soup we love taco soup don't knock it you can do a lot of things at taco soup you can you can use the (laughs) leftovers in a lot of fun different ways too but you know you 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 could you could do different things instead of you know the ground beef you don't have to make you know 10 meals of taco soup you can do you know taco soup and meatballs and um sloppy joes you can mix and match like that right so that's what i started to do and it just it was the response was so overwhelming and this was back in 2013 where We had come out of the 2008 recession. People were still, I would say at that time, still a little bit tighter and like nervous about food spending. A little bit less so than the last 
three to four years. Maybe. I think we're going to see that similar, a similar yes. thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I see it. I feel it. I read about it, you know, anecdotally, just from different people's and just comments for fun, and things. I'm going to throw it in here. You can thank the Democrats for this. Like nope. legit. <laughs> Like we thank the Democrats the first time and I say we just thank them again because that's what's happening. Carry on, yeah. Aaron. Yeah, no, different. I would say different reasons or different kind of cause and effect factors. Yeah, yes. same mindset. Yes, yes. Yep. So we are now facing, I feel that same pressure back in the summer of 2008 with gas prices then as well. Yep. And, but we didn't have... Back then, there was not the same dramatic effect on the increased cost of food mm-hmm. because I think the gas price spike was a little higher. I'd have mm-hmm. to go back and look. I'm just saying that off of what I know. Uh, but now the gas prices have been up higher longer. So that's what's affected the food price. Absolutely like true. You, like you said on the, on the top of the show. So I think that all that to say, we can fight against this. And my absolute favorite way to do this I've been teaching this for years. It applies in a good economic year and a not in a not great one like we're in now is to get meat when it's on sale or get it in bulk at a warehouse store, either one of those, whichever one is easiest and, and convenient for you, and then turn it into freezer meals. I don't want you to, you know, take a package of, of chicken that you got on sale and put the package in the freezer. We don't want to do that. Because no. then you're just setting yourself up for more more work later. We yeah. want to take the chicken out, put it into a container, whatever containers you want to use, and add something to it. Could be a can of tomatoes and some Italian seasoning that you can put in the slow cooker later for just a tomato-y chicken that you can toss with some pasta. That's like the most budget-friendly meal you can have right there. Mm-hmm. A buck for pasta, three to four bucks for chicken, 79 cents for a can of tomatoes, spices that you have right there in your pantry. So mm-hmm. you can throw together a really basic, simple meal when you have, you know, the chicken, let's say a big pack, the, let's use just Costco as an example. They have the six pack of chicken, right? So you would divide that into six meals, five meals, four meals, divide it up however many you need per, uh, per meal for your family. And then you would just add ingredients. Either you you got them at the store, you planned ahead, or you're just grabbing. I often do that. I'll just grab back there. Even just chicken, ranch dressing, dry mix, and taco seasoning, dry mix. Right there. So cooker shredded chicken, tacos, burritos, over rice. You put it into enchiladas. There's so many different things you can do with that type of a freezer meal. So taking these six to 10 chicken breasts and turning them into three to five meals and then putting that into the freezer, you've set yourself up for success. Today you've saved a bunch of money. In the future, you're not going to have to pay full price for chicken and you have a dinner option waiting in the freezer that you can drop into the slow cooker, drop into the Instapot, bake in the oven. These are super simple meals, super affordable ingredients kind of getting mixed and matched with the the chicken. I'm using that as an example. You can do this with pork chops, you can do it with ground beef, you can do it with beef roast, pork roast seafood, uh, shrimp. You can do it with pretty much any type of, of protein that there is. So that's why I suggest focus on what's on sale this week. Maybe get three to four meals worth, put those three to four meals of chicken into the freezer. When ground beef is on sale in two weeks, you do the same thing with ground beef and you kind of end up kind of mixing and matching. I, I do this like wavelength thing. like a magic yeah, yeah. yeah. And so some weeks it's chicken, some weeks it's pork chops, some weeks, you know, you see beef roast is on sale, like all of a sudden, or, or, or it's marked down for reduced for quick sale. Right. Even better. 
yeah. buy that and put yeah. it right into the freezer with a couple of s- spices, sauces, whatever you have in your pantry. It doesn't have to be this fancy, crazy, elaborate thing. It doesn't have to be that you're cooking 40 meals in your kitchen right now for later. No, I want you to do a few at a time focused on what meat is on sale. Yeah. And you're saying, you're saying, uh, start simple. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to ask you, what are the tools of the trade? What do moms need to have on hand so they can start making freezer meals? We'll be right back. All right, Aaron, the guru of all things related to, uh, cheap meals at home. And they're not like cheap in the sense that it's cheap. It's actually good food that you can actually get at a decent price. Well, relatively decent and start saving money. We Yesterday, we talked a little bit about how important it is to have meals at home. And we've really lost that connection. We're living in a culture right now that we got our, our faces in our phones or we're on our computers or we're distracted. And mealtime really gives us an opportunity to spend time with the ones that we love. And anything that we can do that uh, to make that easier as women, I think, and you know what, I'm not trying to be, you know, uh, what do you, what everyone's going to get their feelings hurt. I, I'm not trying to say that only, only women ever cook meals. I understand. We'll just be honest about it. It's usually the women, which is why I'm saying it. I mean, every once in a while yeah. I meet a guy who's like, I love to cook. Fantastic. But we're talking to the person who's doing the meals the most. And we're trying to say, Hey, there's a way you can do this that will actually save you some money and will bring some joy into your home. And I, th- I say we fight this inflation thing with joy. And part of that joy is getting back the love of cooking and being home together and this, we're coming into fall. Do you guys ever get cool weather down there in Texas? Maybe in December. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So up here, it's still pretty darn warm here. I mean, we're still in the 90s, but it's going to cool down relatively quickly. And we're coming into a cool season. It's wonderful. You know, you can you, the cool breeze is outside. You can sit around the table, and it's fantastic. And so if a mom is listening to this or a cook or a dad or whoever is listening to this, and they're like, okay, I'm intrigued. I've never actually heard of freezer cooking how do, how do they get started, Erin? I think the very first play, place is come find me. I have all kinds of videos. We can we can talk more about that. But Or you can just search and look on, on YouTube, wherever. But I think videos are the most helpful because you kind of get a sense of visually of what's going to then happen in your kitchen. And you're at $5dinners.com. $5dinners.com. Look for the freezer cooking section. You'll find it. We have all kinds of resources for you. I have all kinds of freezer cooking 101. I have advanced freezer cooking. Like I, I dream about these things, friends. Dream about them. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Maybe every now and then. I will tonight. Watch. So, you will tonight. But, yeah. But my goal is to equip you and set you up for success. I cook live all the time. I actually did a live uh, last week where I prepped six freezer meals in 20 minutes. So these are fast, easy things to do. And I do all of this because I want to show you. I want to teach you. I want to equip you. I want you to be like, oh, that's not I can so do bad. it. I can do that. Oh, I can I'm going to do that. Yes. And then you'll reap the rewards. I truly believe that freezer cooking is you reap what you sow. Like yeah. If you're willing to put in 20 minutes now, you will save yourself heartache. For us, it's 62 bucks to go to Chick-fil-A now. I will save myself $62, 62 bucks because I have all kinds of options in my freezer right here. And it's better for you. I mean, everybody likes the Jesus chicken over there at Chick-fil-A. It's becoming less Jesus-y by the minute, but whatever. <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. But really, it's not good for you. At the end of the day, I mean, unless you're going to Chick-fil-A and you're buying their, well, there really is an awesome kale salad. Unless that's what you're buying. I mean, if you're getting the chicken sandwich and their awesome uh, lemonade, that's actually not good for you. This is good right. for you. It's going to save you some money. Do we need a crock pot, yeah. Aaron? Do we? We do yeah. need. So tell tell them. Tell us what do we need? What are the basics that we need to have? 
at okay. home. If we're going to start doing to, this. Yes. I want you to do, uh, can I show you? I'm grabbing. Yeah, show me. I love it. I want it. you to get these. I'll mail you some. I want you to get these. These hold your bags open. Ooh. It's all right here. So you stick your bag in here. Whether you're using this kind of a bag yeah. or your like a silicone reusable bags are also really po- are gaining in popularity. I have some of those in the freezer. I can't show you because they're in the freezer. But these hold your bags open. All that is awesome. Food. Get these. I have these. The um, other things, those are handy for the prep. All the utensils, right? Like all mm-hmm. the cooking things. The meat mashers are also my favorite, especially for, because with ground beef, you can freeze it raw as like meatballs or meatloaf. But I, 95% of the time, brown, you know, five to six pounds at a time. Yeah, that's me too. So you yeah, need yeah. one of those like meat masher deals that breaks it up as it's cooking. Um, so those are probably my go-tos for the meal, the freezer meal prep. Of course, some kind of container. Some people like glass. Some people like the disposable foil. Some people like, um, you know, like a, a larger plasticky Tupperware type situation. Whatever you want to use, the bags, the trays, disposable, reusable, totally up to you. Depends on your budget. Depends on what you can invest in. And then, of course, when it comes to cooking the actual food, I, my go-tos are slow cooker and instant pot because yeah, they're, so, say. <laughs> yeah, they're so hands off. You can cook from frozen in both of those appliances. They do a fabulous job. There are a couple of rules around that, but uh, food safety rules around that, but you can take it frozen, put it in a slow cooker, cook on low for eight hours, take it frozen. I usually freeze instant pot meals in a circular shape so that they can get easily dumped into mm-hmm. the circular insert. Uh, so do that. You do need to add a cup of liquid for the instant pot to run, but you can also cook it from frozen. It's just going to increase the come to pressure time. So you have to budget your time a little bit differently with an instant pot. Those are my go-tos. I actually changed my whole kitchen, not the whole, this section of my kitchen over here. So my slow cooker and instant pot just sit on the counter. What used nice. to be like a little desk, like where I would have papers and cool, you know, things that's now slow cooker, instant pot station. Cause I use them. I would say six days a week, one yeah. or both of them, sometimes at the same time. Yeah. So those are kind of my go-tos. Of course, the oven, you know, your grill, skillet, Dutch oven, something like that. Those are just kind of, you know, most people have those in your kitchen. But I think sure. the easiest, fastest types of recipes, our most popular recipes, our most downloaded recipes are certainly the slow cooker and the Instant Pot options. I love it. I love my Instant Pot. I'm a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit addicted to it. I have to say, I I super love it. You can do baked potatoes in your Instant Pot. You can do hard-boiled eggs in your Instant Pot. There's just so many things. I I make them egg bites now in my Instant Pot. I got that little Do you have one of those little inserts? Yes, I I super love it. And then, you know, you're throwing, you know, bacon in there and you're throwing, you know, a little red pepper and some Gruyere. Like, please, Starbucks with your bacon Gruyere egg bites. You ain't got nothing on Heidi St. John's bacon and Gruyere egg bites. And I don't have to help your woke company, which makes me feel even better. And you don't have to spend like $6 on that. You're probably Holla. spending 47 cents to make your right. own little egg bites. And they charge, I don't even know what they charge. I don't buy them, but yeah, yeah that, it's yeah, expensive. It is, it, but that's mm-hmm. a good, that's a good kind of just other kind of money saving hack. Is there something that you've kind of gotten into the habit of or, or something that you really like at a mm-hmm. restaurant? Mm-hmm. You need to recreate at home. I, 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 I really like Chipotle. I just, I oh, like that they I have don't. a paleo option. Mm-hmm. I like that I can eat real healthful. It's not super salty. You know, I only use half the dressing on the salad, whatever. So I recreate that at home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So thinking about, and we, I mean, how much I spend on one meal for myself, I can make that 
entire amount for my whole family. Hundred percent. Yeah. Thinking about what are those pick one or two things that you can start making at home. So it's it's so the bottom line is make sure that you've got the tools that you need. Start small. Don't yeah. overwhelm yourself. I think that the surest way for people to fail is to just go, I'm in a, I'm now the freezer cooking queen. And then you, you, you plan for 52 meals and three meals into it, you're frustrated because you just overshot. So start small. My husband used to tell me this about devotions. It, it legit changed my life because I was like, I got to be in the Bible, you know, every day, 45 minutes. And Jay was like, why, why can't five, why doesn't five minutes work for you? Why can't you do yeah. that? Start with five minutes. Same with exercise. I can do anything for 10 minutes. I hate exercising. Everyone who listens to this podcast knows it. It's not my jam, Uh, but I'm doing it. But I started with 10 minutes, you know, and because my husband told me you can do anything for for 10 minutes. So I think that planning before you go to the grocery store, 10 minutes, it doesn't take very long. Sit down and write out what your family likes for dinner. Make a plan. Come up with that and be intentional about what it is that you're trying to accomplish. Right now, we're trying to save money. And we're trying to be intentional about building relationships with our kids. Both of these things are accomplished around the dinner table. Aaron Chase, you are a treasure. Thank you so much for coming. Tell us again where we can find you online because I have a whole whole big feeling that there's going to be a lot of people running to your website after this. Well, likewise to you on the treasure situation. Thank you for having me. You guys come find me at $5dinners.com. It's the number five. Everything else is spelled out. $5dinners.com. We have everything that you're going to need to help you. Get on track, spending less on groceries without losing your mind in the kitchen. Awesome. Thank you, Aaron Chase. I hope I see you again real soon. Thanks, Heidi. For more information, you guys can go to the show notes as always, and I will link back to all things related to this conversation today. I hope you'll give it a shot. It really will change your life, and it's going to bring joy back in the middle of a recession. I promise. Try it out and let us know how it goes. Thanks for listening, you guys, and I'll see you back here again at the intersection of faith and culture.